Hello, this is Julie Ann. Welcome to the podcast show Life with Collective Purpose, about you discovering your higher purpose in life and answering the call for a shared collective healing of the world. Be inspired by our guests that reveal how they made the shift from the individual life purpose to a collective purpose to serve all. If you resonate with the guests of this show, you will be inspired to shift to a life with collective purpose and to answer the call to join our container of bright lights that will shine on the new world. I am a book publisher that has helped over 300 authors to unlock their gift and purpose by sharing their knowledge and wisdom in a book. Many of these thought leaders are now recognizing this transition from the I to the we and their call to be of service. If you need some inspiration to look at your life and understand how you too can make this shift, listen in to our show every week. Join our family as we share our stories and make connections that will help you to live a life with a collective purpose. Hello, this is Julie Ann and Life with Collective Purpose. And today I have Lady Zen with me. We are in Puerto Vallarta. And um, I'm, so, I'm so happy that you could come in, into my living room before you went off to uh, San Miguel. Today. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Awesome. <laughs> so I met Lady Zen when she was performing at Encanto. And, um, and then I was invited to see your documentary um, art film, and, um, which, I, which has won like 24 awards. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, around the world. Um, I snort. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, London, Singapore, New York, Canada, San Francisco, Malaysia. Yeah, a lot of places. Hands Film Festival. Yeah. <laughs> That'll come up soon. I'm sure. I'm wow. Sure. And so I, I saw, I saw your art film. I was. I was like, okay, so one thing I, I loved about it is it is art. It's Thank you. absolute it art. The way that you present that whole story and it is your, it, it's a slice of your life story that focuses on your name mm. and your birth name, um, which then got changed as you went through the um, orphanage and then adoption system and fostering care mm -hmm. system yeah. um, and what's and it's called what's in a name mm -hmm. yeah. what was what was your hope and dream of that documentary in terms of how would that impact other people by telling that story about what's in a name well at first it was really difficult to decide what I wanted to tell about the story um, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't a film that was all about poor me because my life is so rich and amazing and awesome and I wouldn't trade anything about it for a different life. And I wasn't sure what would happen with the film. It was initially... Um, uh, commissioned as a one-person play. Hmm. 
by um, a theater first in San Francisco, in Berkeley, California. And um, they asked me to write a play about my life. And there were so many stories that came to mind. And, and when I sat down to write it, I was immediately overwhelmed mm -hmm. because it was like, do I talk about um, specifically, um, you know, that the family that I was adopted into was really complicated. That was one part that I, I kept because my dad's, my adopted dad's family was Amish. Oh, wow. So I had a connection to the Amish um, religion and, and my cousins were Amish. And then there was um, like just the whole idea of religion in my family. Do I focus on, on that and how that influenced particular parts of me? We kept a little bit of it. Do I talk about, well, this is the way it was and concentrate more on who I am now as a result of those things? Like, how do I bring all of these, these pieces together? And so it was decided that we would look at what's in a name. Mm -hmm. And that was the easiest way for me to organize those, all of those little parts of my life. Mm. So I wanted to show people that I came into the world one way, went through some challenges, but at the end of it, the story starts from kind of the highlights of becoming Lady Zen and who I, I am. So you see the, this big, huge concert with me in front of, you know, a thousand or more people. And you get a sense of who I am as a performer. And then you get taken into a smaller bit. But I wasn't really sure how my life, how that story would really influence other people. Hmm. It's interesting because, um, I could see everybody in the audience was so inspired by your story. Mm. And I find it interesting because, you know, people are inspired because they put themselves into your boots, right? And then they think, oh, wow, if I'd had those challenges in my life, then I wouldn't have been able to do what she did. Right. And of course, everybody's very inspired because they're starting to watch this movie, already been told that you've, you've won 24 awards, right? right so they're right. like, wow, how did she do that? Yeah. Um, now this brings me back to a conversation we're having earlier <laughs> about we can do anything. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. We can, we can do anything we want. Yes. And I feel like. We can like have whatever we want. We can have everything, anything that we want. Yes. Right. We can have. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wrote a song about that or a yeah. poem about, about yes. that. It's a, it's a song. It's called I Can Have Whatever I Want. You can find it on uh, like uh, SoundCloud, Lady Zen. You just type in SoundCloud, I Can Have Whatever I Want, Lady Zen. Um, and it was that particular, uh, there, were, there was a day when I'd done all of these things in my life and it really felt called to be a creative entity. And... I was looking at myself in the mirror and I said out loud to myself, you can have whatever you want. And I was like, I can have 
whatever I want. I can have whatever I want. I, I, I can have whatever. <laughs> I, I can have whatever I want. And I kept saying that over and over and over again until it just burst into a song. And um, I talk about these little things that had happened in this, in this, this poem that is sung about, um, you know, I said to a friend of mine, I said, I really wish that tonight I could go to my concert and I would be in a, a Cadillac and, and I can step out of this Cadillac and be ladies in like I would like to present my, and she was like, I have a Cadillac. <laughs> and awesome. So it was like, you start realizing that everything you want mm -hmm. is all around you. And it's mm -hmm. not, and we were talking about, it's not necessarily about having money. Mm. It's about the things that having money can bring. And as a creative person, you can be, you can offer your talent to people in a way that influences them to share what it is that they have. And because you're so willing to share what you have. And in that way, you can have whatever you want. You just have to know exactly what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it always feels to me that, um, you know, people always saying to me, oh, Julie, you're such an amazing manifester. <laughs> they love to use that word. Yeah, right? everybody's talking the manifest culture, yes. Yeah, it's the manifest culture. And I don't think anything that I've ever asked for because uh, I can have anything I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like renaming the street. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. People say to me, so it's so funny when I say, oh, uh, at the moment, this street is called Arroyo Pedregoso. Now, I don't know if you know anything about the Spanish language, but I, I have asked many people. The dangerous, the dangerous. It's, it's the road. dangerous road. Yeah. Right. Which I, I think, well, I don't think the dangerous road is really such a great name for a road. <laughs> so I'm actually going to rename it. I'm going to rename it. Calle de Artists. This is going to be the road of artists. <laughs> and 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 someone said to me, "Oh, do you, can you do that in Mexico? Can you put in like a special request for for a name for a road?" And I'm like, "You can make a sign, though. You can do anything you want to." Yeah, Mexico, right. Yeah. right? <laughs> we are. We're going to tell all the taxi drivers yeah. that this is the new name for this road, yep. and then we're going to get Ernesto to go down and actually write yeah. a new, uh, show a new sign yeah. that says Calle de Artists. Yeah. And now. You just be, have a plaque made like this, and you yeah, can just exactly. put it on the, yeah. It will be the Calle de Artists, yeah. and because we're we're creating all this this yeah. art, yeah. and just like you said, it you know you don't. I I did hear a, a little birdie told me how much it costs to produce your your award winning film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to share with everyone? Well, it was we did everything for a little more than five thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is, is such an amazing illustration of when people say, I can't, I can't produce a documentary right. because I don't have enough money for a documentary. Yeah. It's going to cost all this money for this, 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 and this, and this. And, and here you are producing this art film documentary mm -hmm. with $5,000, mm -hmm. which you've now won 24 awards for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... You can, we have, you know, we have an award-winning podcast as well that was a matter of investing, um, you know, less than a thousand dollars into some equipment. 
and just being really determined to take our writing and put it into a script and take all of our friends who have these great speaking voices and saying, hey, will you read this part um, and become a voice actor? And it's, there, there are so many ways, I think COVID taught us a lot about um, really harnessing what it is that we, we can do. Like now we have TikTok, we have social media platforms that are like no other. We have um, consumer level products that people can just, you can afford it. It's, it's a matter of focus and, um, and putting yourself on a schedule. And that's why I think it's so important to understand hyper creativity. And we're mm. talking about that as well. You yes. Know? Yes. I love that. I love that. Uh, the idea, hyper creativity. And as I was saying to you, you know, Casa de Influencia, that's we are creating here a co-creation yeah. environment where yeah. people can come and create, whether it's creating a podcast or writing a book or an audio book or mm -hmm. poetry yeah. or a song or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Because hyper creativity, mm -hmm. why not? Yeah. What's stopping people from being hyper creative? Um collaboration I think that in many ways we say oh I'm not good at that and we don't necessarily go out and find somebody who's good at it and say I have this idea because we think again it goes back to this um, you know being raised in the United States there's a lot of capitalism it's like you can't have a hobby without somebody saying well do you make money at that or yeah. you should do this and make money at it you know you're really good at that like Oh, you can paint pictures of dogs. You should start a business where you're painting everybody's dog portrait. And then the artist sits there and says, you know what, I'm going to do that. You're exactly right. I should be doing this. But they have no idea how to price it out. They have no idea about budgets. They, they, you know, they don't really value the, their own time that is taken. And all of the joy that they had in doing it is suddenly gone. And then they sit with mountains and mountains of materials that they could be using when what they did was they took the pure joy out of doing it. Mm -hmm. When um, there could have been a collaborative way of saying, you know, I don't really want to make money doing this, but I'm going to paint these pictures of dogs in the way that I want. And if you want to sell them, like how we can, we can form a collaboration. And that's how... I think that, you know, agents work and all of this other stuff, but all of that gets overwhelming and, and it becomes this, I, I don't have the skill set to be able to do that. So if you find someone who can collaborate with you on those, those issues, like I'm really great at making a podcast, but I don't know where to put it. Mm -hmm. And you find somebody who says, oh, well, I represent podcasters and this is how you do it. And let me hear what you've got. And so that's that's what I think is the most important component uh, for hyper-creative people is this creating this sort of um, network of accountability so that you can actually focus what it is that you're doing. Yes. And, and that is actually the purpose of this whole podcast show that I'm doing here, Life with Collective Purpose, because mm -hmm. when we can recognize that we really can do anything mm -hmm. with collaboration, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And collectively, if we have a purpose, which is to help the greater good, yes. 
then magic happens. Yeah. Magic just happens. Like this building, I there's no way there's no way I can buy this building. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to buy it. Hmm. Right? All I have to do is put the word out that this is what we're creating and then I will have people collaborate to make it possible. Yes. And it's the first thing that people say to me was like, oh, how can you afford to buy a five-story building? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's, I'm not doing this alone. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this as a collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is people think, well, but aren't you supposed to get the money before you buy the building? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't need to, right? Mm -mm. No, there's, it's, it's, it, Aren't you supposed to know all about uh, producing a video and all the, and, and producing a documentary and you got to have the film set and all those things before you even think about right. sitting down and writing a film yeah. script? Well, that was the thing. It was um, when this was going to be a play, what was going to happen, COVID shut down the theater. They had people who had purchased season tickets and they said, okay, we're going to provide all of the all of the stuff that we said we were going to do we're just going to give it to you online mm -hmm. so the ticket holders would still be able to the theater would still be able to survive the ticket holders would still get the product that was promised from their support and um and it seemed like an easy thing to do they asked me to just find an empty proscenium We'll give you a thousand dollars to write this. Um, you go and you film it. Maybe with somebody just sitting with one, you know, one as if they were an audience member, and you videotape it. Send us the video. We'll put it online. And when I was working with my acting coach, um, because I, I was like, I've never, I've never done a play before. Um, so I, I needed a little help. Mm. And so that was my first collaboration, right? Was finding an acting coach that could help me act. Right. I'm a great storyteller, but that's different than acting. Yes. So um, she read the script and was like, wow, I don't think this should, I don't think you should just film it in an empty theater. I think you should make an art film. And it was like, hmm. It's a great idea. So I went back and said, can we make an art film? The director said, hmm, it's a great idea. So he said, I have a few people here that I think I could bring to Mexico. Let me see if they would be willing to do it for, basically, you're not doing anything. Well, you, you want to come to Mexico and make an art film? Right. And um, they were like, you know what? That sounds great. That sounds like a really great experience. And then I started interviewing some filmmakers that were in town and I absolutely fell in love with this kid who's a young film, Mexican filmmaker who's, you know, in his early 20s. Wow. And um, he was like, I'd really like to do that with you. And um, I said, well, let's make a film. Wow. And so... Everybody came together and it wasn't about like, how much can we make from this? It was about reading the script and saying, I really like this and then let's figure out how we can make the most of it. The director had a great vision for um, how we were going to cut everything. There's, um, there's a little bit of a, 
uh, CGI evolved. And that's because the young filmmaker was just learning about CGI and said, hey, I've got an idea. Can we incorporate this stuff into it? Because he was practicing. Is that where, that, where you kind of layer one thing on top of the other? Yeah, like the picture yes. that comes alive. Like right. It's my mother, and then all of a sudden it changes to a video of my father. There was the broken glass yes. um, that, that reforms in my hand. There's, um, and then there's like the hand coloring of particular things. Like most people see the green. There's a, there's a little green dress in it that's hand colored. Yes, yes. So they've noticed that first of all, but the more you watch the film, the more you're like, wait a minute, that's colored over there. Right. It's like these little small elements. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's how it all happened through collaboration. Yeah. Collaboration. So this young filmmaker then, he must be just like over the moon happy that it's won all these awards. He's pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So... Can we see this yet? Um, well, we don't have a distributor. Okay. We yet. yet um, <laughs> because I'm sure they'll appear. Right. Um, there was talk about um, getting it on Netflix. It is because it's in film festivals we had to be really careful how we presented it because some film festivals if it's being shown and makes money it makes it ineligible for the festival All right yeah. so then we did screenings where it was like it doesn't cost any money like we did in in Canto so the actual screening is free um, and now I think we're moving into a little bit different categories. So I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. By the end of the month, I think I'll have a little more clear vision about what's going to happen with the film. But at this point, I don't know. So for our viewers that are fascinated by this conversation, yeah. <laughs> how can they see it? <laughs> Um, look for it in festivals. Okay. Um, the, the, we do have a website, the what's in a name dot com, I believe. What's in a name dot com. Yeah. Wait, just checking that yeah. as, as, as we talk. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a website for it. <laughs> Somehow. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back with that name in a moment. <laughs> And what about you? How can we how can we connect with LadyZen? What's the best um, way to connect with you? LadyZen.world is my website. Um, I'm also really horrible with social media, um, but you can find me on there um, through my fan page, LadyZen, uh, Instagram, the LadyZen, um, the LadyZen. The oh, because there's yes. only one. There's only Zen. one. Yes. The LadyZen. And uh, that's the best way to get in contact with me. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And do we know the website yet? What's in a name dot website. Oh, what's in a name dot website. What's in a name dot website. There's all these like domain names <laughs> I didn't even know existed, like dot world. Oh, yeah. And yeah. What's in a name dot website. website. Yes. All right. So there we go. If you want to get a sneak peek of this uh, film that we've been talking about, what's in a name dot website. Yes. Okay. 
and uh, the Lady Zen. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. And Lady Zen on the Facebook business uh, page. Yes. Okay. Awesome. It has been amazing. Completely amazing. <laughs> Having you sit in my living room. Yeah, it's been great. This Isn't is awesome? going to be such a great space. I know. Congratulations. I'm, thank you. I'm very excited. And yeah. thank you so much for coming and talking to me. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to step into your higher collective purpose in life, head over to www.influencepublishing.com and claim your free two-hour webinar on unlocking your story and discover a family of support and love to help you embrace the collective call to purpose. Please go to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Please share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life. Until the next time, live a life with collective purpose.